Hey everyone! A year after Time's Up and the Me Too movement played front and center at the 2018 Golden Globes, the ceremony to kick off awards season was back to being the most tipsy and carefree night in Hollywood. Hosts Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh started the night off with lighthearted jokes that set the tone for the rest of the show, which was steady and palatable, but never controversial or particularly inspiring. After last year's ceremony placed activism, feminism, and politics at the forefront, this year felt like we were back to the same old. I don't know what I was expecting, but after being so in awe of the women of Hollywood claiming their space in such a big way last year, 2019's broadcast felt like we were just back to reading the teleprompter and playing it safe. Having said that, there were some amazing moments that definitely need to be mentioned. First and foremost, Regina King winning Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture for If Beale Street Could Talk felt like a long overdue moment for the powerhouse who elevates every single production she's a part of. The orchestra tried to play her off during her speech, but she pushed through and concluded with a vow to hire 50% women on all future projects she produces. Amazing. Sandra Oh won for Killing Eve, making history as the first person of Asian descent to host and the first Asian woman to win a Golden Globe for lead actress in a TV drama in 38 years. The show is a must-watch if you haven't checked it out already, and Sandra is utterly incredible in it. It was amazing to see her so overcome with joy as her beaming parents looked on with pride from the audience. In what many are calling an upset, Glenn Close accepted the award for lead actress in a motion picture drama for The Wife, and joked that the name is why the movie took 14 years to make. She encouraged all women to find personal fulfillment and follow their dreams, and basically made us all ugly cry. But my favorite moment of the night belonged to Rami Malek, who won for his gorgeous portrayal of Freddie Mercury in the very flawed but very fun Bohemian Rhapsody. The movie ended up taking home the Globe for Best Motion Picture Drama as well, leaving many critics and fans pissed off and confused. It's not a popular opinion, but I was overjoyed to see Rami honored for what I think will go down as one of the most iconic and powerful performances of this generation. There, I said it. I want to take a moment to inject some perspective. It should be noted that this is just the Golden Globes. It's an awards show with celebrities that's fueled by Moet Chandon champagne. But for as long as I can remember, awards season has held a certain fascination for me. Sure, it might be because of my deep love for movies, TV, and anything pop culture, but more than that, I find it profoundly inspiring. I love seeing people at the top of their game being recognized and celebrated for the unique talents they bring to the world. Yes, politics play a huge role in not only who gets to go up on stage, but who gets nominated in the first place. And yes, the thought of awarding art in such a self-congratulatory format can oftentimes be very shallow and, well, to be taken with a grain of salt. But I love it. No matter who's nominated, what wins, or most importantly, who gets snubbed, I think there's always some value to be derived from these awards ceremonies. After all, they're awarding storytellers the people who bring narratives, characters, and our imaginations to life. Who gets to tell these stories and how these stories are framed is political in and of itself and an important area of discussion. Who's in and who's out is partly reflected of where we're at socially and politically. Which is why I was so thrilled watching the Golden Globes last year as Time's Up was boldly proclaimed at every opportunity. Perhaps it was naive, but it felt exciting and energizing to think equality would not only be championed in Hollywood, but eventually become the norm. 
This year, at the beginning of the broadcast, Sandra O oh took a moment to make an impassioned statement about diversity, stating, I said yes to the fear of being on this stage tonight because I wanted to be here, to look out onto this audience and witness this moment of change. I'm not fooling myself. Next year could be different and probably will be. But right now, this moment is real. It's a sincere acknowledgement of the strides that have been made, but it's also a call to action to keep going. If Hollywood wants to continue to be worthy of telling our stories, it must reflect the audiences it's marketing to. Us. Opportunities must be created and space must be made for voices who have historically been overlooked. We need to continue to push boundaries, break down barriers, and challenge the status quo. The moment we become complacent is the moment we fail. Time is still up on misogyny, hatred, abuse, bigotry, and all other forms of discrimination that seek to keep those who are different from being given the opportunity to embrace their power. Before I go, I want to say a thank you to all the female creators in Hollywood, New York, wherever, who continue to fight relentlessly to champion a new future for us all. You inspire me, not only through your work, but to continue to pursue my own creativity and find my voice. Be sure to tune in next week for when special guest Alex Dickinson stops by the Beaver Den to talk about Killing Eve. Happy Feminist Wednesday! This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!